Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Today's episode is all about growth. That's personal growth and career growth. And today I have on the perfect guest who's going to tell you all about your options. Her name is Kristen Malik. She has a PhD in hospitality and event management. And she also has so many designations after her name with many certifications within the event industry. So excited to introduce her and her energy to you. So let's not waste any time. Everybody, welcome back to campus at Trade Show University, the podcast for virtual and live events. And today we are focusing on the university part of Trade Show University, as I have on as my guest, a real live university professor who teaches and helps students get their degrees in event management and everything involving events and this is just the right place to be if you're considering maybe getting into the events industry. Maybe you're just uh, looking at going into college or going back for a degree. Or maybe you're already in the, the events industry, the trade show conference industry, and you're looking at, my gosh, there's a lot of options with the different certification programs, CMP, CED, all these different ones. There's hundreds of them out there. What do they mean? Which one's the right ones? We have Dr. Kristen Malik, who is a teacher and professor at University of Nebraska-Lincoln, is the guest, and she is going to help you understand the differences that are out there. What are your options? What is the best for you? Obviously, every, every person is going to be a little bit different, but she really lays out some great details. You are just going to love it. You're going to love her energy and enthusiasm for what she does. So I really, really want to get into the interview. But before we do that, let's take a, a second and hear from our sponsor. You know how a lot of small businesses need someone to handle marketing and graphic design, but they just don't have the bandwidth or the budget to hire someone full-time? If that sounds like you, then you got to check out DesignPod Studio. DesignPod Studio is a creative agency made up of award-winning designers. They're an affordable, outsourced team that acts just like the in-house team. They can help you increase your visibility and sales while helping build an image to match your mission. So if you're a small or medium-sized business, get over to designpod.studio, or even better yet, email hello at designpod.studio. Tell them that you heard them on Trade Show University, and you get a free one-hour consultation with the owner, Jess Adnich, who is amazing. So email Jess at hello at designpod.studio right away, because at DesignPod, they help you follow signals and make waves. My guest today 
is just amazing. She's extraordinary, as you're going to find out. And her name is Kristen Malik. Kristen has more letters after her name than anyone I've ever met in my life. And she's got the same energy <laughs> to go along to, to hold up all of those letters, all those certifications. And I'm going to let her explain what some of those are. But she is an event management extension specialist and assistant professor in the hospitality, restaurant and tourism management program at the University of Nebraska. Kristen worked in the hospitality industry for over 10 years before joining academia and still remains active with industry groups and consulting. She teaches and researches in the area of meetings and events with a focus on engagement, co-creation, and ROI. She's been named the top 20 meeting industry trendsetter by Meetings Today magazine and has been recognized as an emerging leader of the year by PCMA. She is amazing and dynamic, and welcome, Kristen, to Trade Show University. Say hi to everybody out there. Hey, hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. You and I, we're just, we have, this is going to be like your most fun, passionate episode ever. Because we, <laughs> we have the same energy. It's so great. Yes, yes. Anyone who thinks that trade shows are boring, well... Buckle They're up. wrong. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, Kristen, you have done so much in the industry, so much in events. And what I what so intrigues me about what you do, and now even more, getting to know you even more and more, is all that you have accomplished and but the education part of it. You work at an, at uh, a university and you have your doctorate. And so tell tell everybody what your doctorate is in. Because I really want, I want the listeners to understand what kind of options they have as far as career paths and education to become better, get themselves to the next level in, in uh, the events industry, meetings, trade shows, all of that. So, so tell us first about your doctorate. Absolutely. So my doctorate, I got my PhD at the University of Nevada in Las Vegas. I was super questionable whether I wanted to get a PhD or not get a PhD and decided that I was going to get my PhD, moved to Las Vegas from North Carolina where I was living. My PhD is in officially in hospitality administration, but my focus area is in event management way back in 2015, long before COVID was a thing. My whole entire dissertation, my book at the end of my PhD studies was actually focused in engagement in online and omni-channel events. So very oh. timely now, which is, which is very good. And one thing that I would say, people ask me all the time, do you need a PhD in events? Do you? And I tell them, I say, well, it depends on what you want to do with events. The short answer is no, it's not necessary. But the long answer is, if you want to be really good at research, if you want to be really good at data analytics, if you want to focus on the strategy and survey creation and all of the different mixed methodologies, I will say my PhD has been invaluable in these areas. And it is frequently the thing that I get asked to consult on the most is just strategic implementation, co-creation, return on investment, and really good survey strategies. <laughs> we, we've all seen our share of bad surveys. And so the PhD really did help me with that a lot. Oh, that's great. That's great. And see, that's something I didn't even know existed. I had no idea it existed. And, and the more I, I 
I'm immersed in the industry, the more I'm finding out how many different opportunities there are for career growth, for personal growth, for uh, just learning about how to get better. And I guess, I guess that's what personal growth is all about, right? (laughs) But, and you have a lot of designations. You have four, four different designations, uh, certifications that you have received over time and all of them are around the events industry, right? Yeah. So if for anyone that's out there that's listening, they say, Hey, you know what? I want to go to the next level. I, I, maybe they're working for a company, maybe they're, you know, whatever, wherever they're at, they are, they want to get deeper into the events industry. They want maybe their own business, whatever the, the case might be. They have a couple different avenues that they can go down for. Let's, let's talk about academia first, because there's, there's various institutions and universities throughout the country that do offer event management, hospitality management degrees. So why don't you take us there first from your, from your background, who would consider a degree and what kind of options are there available to them? Absolutely. I'm probably one of the better people to ask this question to, actually, because one of my research studies was actually comparing event management related programs around the world. And so I actually do have some research into this, which is quite fascinating. I would say that outside of the United States, in many different areas of the world, event management and event marketing, event strategy and event design have all had continuing and advanced educational opportunities in university settings long before the United States did. In Europe, there's a lot of master's degrees and advanced degrees, graduate certificates, et cetera. And they're all more regulated with some of the same terminology and the same foundations and the same constructs. In the United States, there has been a huge increase in event management programs at the undergraduate level But then I would say at the graduate level, such as master's degrees or graduate certifications, that's really been a hot topic for the past couple years. So it's still relatively new. And when you're looking around at all the programs, it's easy to get caught on the name of the program. And my professional advice as an education professional would be just to point out that not all programs are made equally. And sometimes maybe you should look at the faculty that are teaching the programs, the different courses that are actually offered, not just ones that are listed in the catalog that haven't been taught in five years. That happened to me actually at one of my programs. I was like, I want to take these seven classes. And they're like, yeah, they were approved like 10 years ago, but we haven't taught them. And yeah, so (laughs) make sure that you ask the right questions and and really, I would say do the research on the, the faculty because they're the ones that are going to guide those courses and in that program. But I would say there's a lot of opportunities now in terms of certifications, undergraduate programs, masters, and even PhDs if you're focusing your coursework right. There's plenty of opportunities out there, whether you want it to be online or in person or a hybrid format. Definitely. Did I answer your question? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And and like you said, those last couple of things you mentioned right there at the end, the hybrid and the online, there are so many new opportunities there for anyone who's interested in that, who really, really gets excited about the different online platforms and, and the possibilities and, and learning how to engage, which is, which is a skill and art form in itself, how to engage on online versus in person where it's, it's a little bit easier, but for mm-hmm. someone who might might be an introvert, might be, might be a little easier <laughs> online, but you gave so many great ideas there. Uh, and it really all comes back to doing your homework. 
doing your homework and doing the research, what if you didn't know where to start? Maybe you only knew one aspect of it. Like when I started, it was at a company and I was representing that company at a trade show with, with some other people. So all I saw was my vantage point. Would there be a great way for someone to get the experience to really understand what more of their options are available to them before they would select a school and, and a path? I would say the first thing that anyone should do is they should really look inside themselves at exactly what they want to learn. Do they want to learn one specific area? Are you already in the industry and you just want to learn more about finance or more about design or more about strategy? Maybe a traditional program at a higher education institution would not be the right fit. Maybe an industry association or more focused trainings could be a right fit. If you're a person who maybe wants to make a career shift into the event industry, or you want to elevate education around all levels to move maybe from the logistics side to the design side, or from a, a front, a bottom line level employee or manager up to more of the strategic C-suite type person. Maybe you want an all around education. So I would say the first real step is to look inside yourself and see exactly what you want, because I'm, I'm a huge proponent. I wouldn't necessarily say universities in general take my mindset of we want students, we need enrollment. I'm much more focused on that individual of what exactly do you want? Because maybe our program's not the best option for you. Maybe getting an undergraduate degree in this is not the best option for you. So really looking inside, what exactly do you want? And then I'm a big per person that asks why and what's your purpose and does this align with your purpose? So my purpose is very much on helping other people find their purpose. That's why I'm an educator now. And what is your purpose and what are good steps to get you there? Once you figured that out, if higher education is the route that you want to take, if that's something you want to pursue, I would say definitely doing the Google, going to Google or your selected <laughs> search provider and just typing in if you know you want to be in a specific region, specific area, if you know you want online, if you know you want in person, just starting to get a feel of the lay of the land of who's offering what. And even if it's new, maybe they have really, really great uh, professionals that are teaching those courses that can really give good insight. Older doesn't necessarily mean better. Newer doesn't necessarily mean worse or better. And just really looking at the programs that you want first, and then maybe creating a short list of your top five that meet your goals. And then looking into those five deeper to look at the faculty that are teaching those courses and if they align with what you want and need for your future. And if they're excited about it. Right? Oh, of course. <laughs> I fully expect people to enroll in my courses now. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're just going to flood in now. <laughs> I've already had to raise enrollment on my course for the spring of 21. I've already had to raise enrollment three wow. times. So oh it's, a, it's a great time, a great time to be in education. So it's fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. Good for you. I love that. Find out your why. What is your purpose? What do you want at the end of the day? What do you want to do? And I, I just, I, I resonate with that so much because I think, and I just had a, an episode right at the beginning of the year, which I called my anti New Year's resolution episode, because I, we get bogged down in the specific, I want to lose this much weight, or I want to do this, or I want to do that. It's like, well, who do you want to be? 
who do you want to be? And that's really, if you figure out who you want to, you know, I want to be, a, I want to be healthier. I want to be the, I want to be the dad that, that can run around with my kids without getting winded. That's going to lead me to my goals, to those resolutions. But, but I love that. What is your purpose? What is it that you really want to, uh, to achieve? And then you can uh, uh, pinpoint where you want to go with it. So that's fantastic. Great advice. Well, and Great I, advice. I would also add on that. It's if you are looking, if you're interested in, in a program, you, you bring it down to your short list of your three to five and you're, you're most likely reaching out and maybe you're talking to an advisor or an admissions representative. I would just go straight to the faculty of, of that course or of that program. All of the information is pretty much accessible on the website. And I would just send an email and say, hey, can I set up a, a Zoom chat or can I, can I talk with you? I just want to talk about what my purpose and career goals are to figure out if this is really the right fit for me. And I've done that with a ton of prospective students in terms of saying, okay, this would be a really good major for you. Maybe you should double major in sales. Okay, you want to go into this. Maybe you should double major in this sports certification. Or, oh, you want to do this. You really should major in marketing and get a minor in events and it's just they're there to help you and to figure it out and maybe that faculty member could be a better fit to talk to than maybe the admissions rep or the advisor because maybe they don't know the nuances of our industry like the experts do outstanding advice reach out to that faculty member send them a note and i know that I, I, you probably get excited when you get notes like that and you want oh, of, of course, that's my purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you want, yes, because you're trying to see who's going to be your next in the next wave of, of students coming in those next rising stars that you just get all excited about that when you see them getting passionate about what they're, what they're going into. And they're, they're excited about the same things you are, which is so cool. Let's talk, let's shift and talk about uh, some of the certifications, some people that are maybe in the industry or maybe they're, uh, trying to figure out, do I go the college route or maybe I just get a certification or two or four <laughs> as it were. <laughs> and so you've got, can, can we go through these one at a time and give a real brief uh, uh, synopsis of what this uh, certification is so that people can understand, Oh, that's what that means. That's because uh, I'm sure we're all going to learn a lot just by doing that. So let's, let's start with a CMP certified meeting professional. What is that? So I have them listed in the very specific order I want to talk about. So I'll just keep going and talk about it and you can edit me out later. <laughs> okay, perfect. You go. So, you go. The, so what I have listed right after my PhD, my doctorate is I have the certified meeting professional. I'm very, very proud of the certification. It is the industry's most widely accepted certification. It is hosted, uh, put on, I guess the test is run through the events industry council, EIC, formerly the convention industry council, which really is that home base of all relevant event associations. And the EIC put out the certified meeting professional, I think back in the eighties, and it has stayed true as the one most widely accepted certification around the world. There's strict requirements to even sit for the test. You have to have so many years of experience. You have to have so many continuing education units in order to even sit for the test. And then you sit for the test, four hour test, and then you take the test and then you can get the designation, which you then have to keep updated. So most widely recognized certification uh, in the world and uh, would be relevant, I would say for anybody in any avenue. I know lots of salespeople, lots of venue 
representatives. I know planners. I know trade show professionals. The tons of them have the CMP. It really is cross industry. So that's the first one. The second one that I have on there, I interchange the next two. So I'll talk about the digital event specialist next. That is hosted by the PCMA, Professional Convention Management Association. The DES, the digital event strategist, has become huge in the past year. I actually had to renew it last year because I've had it for, for so many years. But the digital event strategist is really looking at effectively holding your online events and good strategies for that. And I think some people go into that certification thinking that they're just going to tell you the different platforms and, and tell you that the technology tips and tricks for that. And I, this is really the strategy behind your digital events. And so some of it's very foundational. So it starts off, it's broken into different units and modules, and it's, it's something, it's kind of like a class. You take so many modules, the training's done online, and then you do take a a proctored exam at the end, but no years of experience are required for that. So you could go pick that up uh, tomorrow if you want to (laughs) sign up for the course, but it's very good foundational knowledge, all about strategies and how to think about online events, because as we all know, at this point, they are different than in-person events. The third certification I have is the certified event designer, the CED. I am hugely passionate about this. They have a young professionals program, which is also great for students as well. It's run out of Europe and I'm a huge advocate of this program. I know that they've done a lot all around the world. This really looks at the design strategy. So they have a framework, the event design canvas. You go through the different frameworks and you learn really how to design an event with the user in mind first. So instead of creating an event and then marketing it out to anyone and everyone and seeing where it sticks, you start with your stakeholder, your key stakeholders in mind, and then you design the event around these people that you're trying to delight. So definitely recommend that program. They have different levels of that. It's really a three-day intensive work workshop. And then you have six months to complete a project that uses the event design framework, and then you implement it for an actual event that you put on. So that one's a three-day workshop, and then you do a project. So application and analysis. And then I have the certified hospitality educator, which is more on the education side, but very focused on hospitality and events in terms of creating proper courses, engaging courses, setting objectives, and relaying that information. So a lot of a lot of community colleges, a lot of four-year colleges, a lot of faculty really tend to get that designation to show that hospitality is such an applied concept. We are a very hands-on concept. And to relay that properly in the classroom, uh, there is a certification for that as well, which is on the education side. And so I am a certified hospitality educator as well. (laughs) Wow. 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 That is just amazing. Thank you so much for taking us through that. And we're going to have to, I'm going to drop some information in the show notes for people to maybe go to the PCMA and learn more about their their designations and the, the EIC, learn more about their designations so that you could do the research, see what fits. But thank you, Krista, for taking us through that. That is some great stuff. So everyone who's listening, you have so many opportunities to learn, to grow and never stop learning. Please continue to learn and grow and, and become more passionate about this industry. And so, I would, I would 
would add on to that too. There are so, so many more that are specific, but if I, if I'm listening to the podcast right now and I'm sitting there saying, wow, there, there's so much, I would point out as an educator, sometimes it's really easy to get lost in certificates and certifications, and they are very different. So a certificate is typically a certificate of completion. So you take this course, maybe you do a quiz, maybe you don't, then you get a certificate. A certification leads to those letters at the end of your name, those post nominals. And there are specific ones for every single aspect of our industry. There is one specific for trade shows. There's one specific for sales. There's one specific for special events, the CSCP, there's literally probably 50 post-nominal certifications just within the event management industry. And so again, that goes into what area do you want to focus on? What specifically do you want to do and what's your purpose? But the CMP is the most widely accepted, but then look at what those qualifications are and if it's worth your time. Some of them I would say are maybe more of a money-making scheme, like pay us tons of money and we'll take you through a two-day workshop there's not really like a test or a project or any application. And is that worth your, your time, your return on investment in terms of time and money? And so just really look at that and those differences. So the ones that I have, I, I vouch for and I vet, but there's so many other ones out there that, that definitely could be right for you. Thank you so much for, for making that designation between the certificate and certification, because that, that's, that's huge. That's that huge. Is. Cause I, 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 I took a class uh, last year and it was, it was a three-day class. It was a wonderful class, but it was a certificate class and it wasn't a certification. And I remember people going, well, wow, you're going, you got, what are you getting for that? What, what letters you putting after your name? I'm like, well, none, <laughs> but I get a little thing on the wall. See, but so that's, that's a huge, huge differentiator that we appreciate. Uh, you pointing that out. So as you're doing your homework, everybody, as you're doing your homework, please, you know, use the internet, use the, the opportunity to reach out to faculty members and ask them the questions, ask them the questions, find out if there's intern programs available where you can really dive into different areas of a business of the events and, and see, what do you like? What are you passionate about? So there's a lot of, a lot of great opportunities out there. Kristen, tell us what is one of your favorite moments that really solidified? I love this industry and I'm so glad I, I chose this. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. I would say I had that moment where everybody's looking at me like, what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do? We've all had that. Somebody asked us that question in our lives. What do you want to do with your life? And my real problem was that I loved everything. And I'm not ADD, but I would say my interests are probably on the ADD spectrum. I love marketing. I love logistics. I love finance. I've taught finance. I love sales. I love logistics. I love design. I love strategy. And so with events, I remember very distinctly having that aha moment of, hey, events are everything. I get to do everything that I want. Like one day I can do this. And the next day I could do this. I could do floor plans. I could do finance. And it really just clicked to me that I didn't have to choose and I could have everything through events. And it was such a flexible and adaptable energy industry that I could go from the venue side to the planner side, to the sales side, to the marketing side, or I could be an independent and work for a third party. And I could do a little bit of everything. And I would say 
that's not necessarily like a fun story from elsewhere, but definitely that was my aha moment in terms of, I knew events was right for me because I, I could do everything. That is amazing. I love that. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. So cool. Everyone listen to her passion and, and how she's answering that. And what? Don't you want to get into events now if you're not already in there? Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you for your podcast. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, as as there's two two last things I want to cover. Number one is could you could you take everybody into what you're doing with the Extraordinary Events Institute. Explain, explain what that is and what the benefits of, are of anybody that, that goes to the website. Absolutely. So I have been um, coerced, convinced, and love to be the creator of the <laughs> Extraordinary Events Initiative. And what happened was a couple of years ago, I was teaching some events courses and at UNLV. So I guess more than a couple of years ago. And when I, tr- I took a new job and I transferred, some students and some industry professionals were like, man, I don't want to move to the Midwest, but I really want to take your courses. And I really just wish that I could, could learn from you and do these things from you. And the, the quality of the, the education of those particular courses might have dipped for a little bit after that, and they've picked up since. And then I moved to the Midwest, and I, I worked in a profession, in a university prior to Nebraska, and I only taught the courses in certain semesters. And so students in industry would come to me and they would say, man, I wish that I had had you as a teacher for this, or I wish I had learned from you, or I wish you were teaching it this semester. And I just really started truly inherently believing that event education should be high quality event education should be available to everyone, no matter where they live or, or what they do. And no matter who who's around, right, your event education should not be limited just to the teacher that is teaching that course in that semester. We have the internet, we have technology, we can make this happen. And so I decided that I was just going to start this program. And though we have many, many fantastic association and corporate partners, we take no money. We are not officially advertising anyone. It is completely objective from an, an educational standpoint. And we started a podcast called the Extraordinary Events Podcast. And it merges my purpose and my mission with the the world at large. On Tuesdays, we do lessons and a little bit of life coaching. And on Thursdays, we alternate between student-created podcasts where students in the classes create a podcast about things that they're passionate about in our industry. And then on the alternating Thursdays, we have interviews with industry experts and discussions with industry experts, of which you're going to be one of them, of course. (laughs) And so we, we have that structure, which is really kind of unique to education. We also do free Friday webinars. So every month we have a theme and then every Every day, every Friday of that theme, we focus on specific topics. And then we run a hybrid conference in the spring. And so people can attend in person or online. And we've just, our webinars are free. The podcasts are free. The conference, we have a very small, very reasonable fee just to cover costs. And we just really want to share. We want to help move our industry forward. That's why I'm in education. We just want to get the word out that 
education does exist in events and you don't have to pay a ton of money to get high quality and that we're all in this together and we're all moving along together and our industry is evolving and changing and we need that lifelong learning and we need all those different topics and we're super excited we have a bunch of things coming up in the pipeline so me and you we're going to take over the world it's going to be great (laughs) (laughs) so anyone that's listening whether you want to learn more or you are just hooked on Kristen's infectious passion you gotta check out what is what is the website so it's the website is extraordinary events initiative.com and the podcast is the extraordinary events podcast which you can link through on the website or you can find it on 17 different podcast providers so we're on all of them apple spotify etc so awesome yeah so so check out wherever you listen to podcasts go and listen to Kristen's podcast. I, and I love some of your student created podcasts are fantastic, such talent. And Oh, I love it. I, I get, I got goosebumps a couple of times listening to them be, just because of the energy and the, and the passion and, and just put myself back way back then and, and going, Oh my gosh, I, this would have been so cool to have been able to do this way back, but there wasn't such a thing as a podcast, but that's, <laughs> but, but yeah, listen to the podcast, but I love the website because you can get to everything and that the YouTube content is fantastic. Oh, I didn't even mention that. <laughs> yeah. See, and, and yeah, some short, quick videos where you can learn about different topics and, and a lot of it about engaging, which is really the key to success at events and trade shows and conferences is learning how to engage because where do we get our best opportunities is from other people. And if you're not engaging with other people, you're missing out on opportunities. That's just, that's just fact. That is just fact. So Krista, as we wrap up, what are, what are a couple of quick takeaways you want people to, to uh, leave with today? Absolutely. I would say that lifelong learning and staying up to date on information is so much more important now than it's ever been before. Our industry is evolving so rapidly and not just on the technology side, but integrating the sciences, neuroscience, psychology, behavioral science, cognitive science, all the sciences and things are like, oh, you're event planning. You're like wedding planning, right? <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 no. And so we are just immersing ourselves in the sciences now and lifelong learning. Things are changing and don't be scared, adapt, make adjustments. And just, I think as planners, as professionals, we want to have all our ducks in our row before we do the things that we do. We, we by nature might be risk averse and even things with my podcast or my website, or now apparently my interns have me on TikTok. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> uh, you know, you just have to go with the punches and you adjust as you go. There were things that I did at the beginning of the podcast that now I've shifted and adapted and changed. And there's things that I did with social media and website. And you just, now we're in a phase of rapid prototyping and iterative design, and we, we've got to be okay with that. And that's hard to get out of our shell, of our planning. Everything has to be perfect. And really what's more important now is communication and just communicating. This is something new, and this is what we're trying. And if it doesn't work, cool, that's a learning lesson. And let us make that mistake for you to learn from. And I think that communication is just ramping way up and and being flexible and taking risks, which is hard. It's hard for me. I don't want to be on TikTok people, but I am. And so, so there we go. 
Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. So Kristen, thank you so much for, for sharing with us today. Thanks for making me smile. And I'm sure everyone out there is uh, ear to ear grinning. So where is the best places people want to reach out? They want to learn more. Obviously we know about the podcast, but where else can they reach you? Absolutely. On our website, extraordinaryeventsinitiative.com, we have links to all our social. We're probably most active right now on Facebook and Instagram, but we've also got a, a Twitter that's on there. My personal LinkedIn, definitely feel free to reach out to me, Krista Malik. Send me a message. Let me know you heard me on the podcast and I'll throw it to Jim to talk about how awesome he is and <laughs> send me an invite on LinkedIn or connect with me on, on Facebook or send me an email. All of it's linked through on our website, which I know Jim will link below and yeah, reach out however you want to reach out. And I think that's the thing, you know, I talk to people all the time for the podcast and I want people to interact with me and the content the way that they want. So we have the YouTube clips, we have podcasts, we also have written learning materials. So same thing here, wherever you are, I'm probably there. Just reach out with <laughs> <laughs> me how you want. So it is, you know what? And I know this is, it's, it's such a dichotomy right now because it's such a, a horrendous time that we're going through for so many people. But you know what? At the same time, there are so many possibilities. There's so many ways to continue to learn, to grow, to shift. If you're not happy in your job, there are new opportunities out there all over the place, new ways for you to learn and to, to get a new skill, to enter a new profession, start a new business, whatever it is, but don't ever stop learning and don't think, well, I can't do it because of the pandemic or because of the fill in the blank, whatever reason, don't let anything stand in your way. Keep moving forward. Keep learning and keep going out there. Find something you're passionate about that you can get excited over and go and do it and go do it. Kristen, this has been amazing. So such a delight. Thank you for, for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Jim, for the invite. And I so, so look forward to all the amazing things that we're going to do together and changing the world one podcast at a time. Yes, yes. One podcast, one event at a time. So everyone, thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you back here on my campus at Trade Show University.